Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me again today. If you can, would you turn with me to Romans chapter 12? I'll be reading starting in verse 9. These are Paul's words to the church in Rome, his instructions on what it's like to be a Christian, what it's like to live according to the will of God. So again, that's Romans 12, starting in verse 9. He says, Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This letter by Paul, or at least this portion of the letter, is an interesting one because it carries a, a theme that I think we might miss if we don't look closely. Of course, the theme here is, how do we live a godly life? How do we do what God would have us do as his children? But there is another theme here that I think is a little more subtle. Yesterday, I was speaking with a young man I know about his future, about what he wants to do. And he really wants to go into the armed forces. He wants to be in the army. So I had your classic questions, you know, why the armed forces? Why the military? What is it about it? Is it something that maybe is a tradition in your family? Or when you were a little kid, you really liked war movies or playing with little army men or dressing up like a soldier? And it actually, the answer was all of those things, right? He also wants to serve his country. There's something else he mentioned to me, he said. I think the military can really change me. I think it can make a huge difference in my life. He said he thought that the military experience could solve a lot of his problems. And I think what he meant was that that experience would give him the tools he needs to make some really important changes in his life. So I asked him what he expected from the experience. What do you think a day in the life would look like? in boot camp or in the service afterward. And we started talking and the big thing he said to me was, well, there's a lot more discipline. I said, yeah, I know. You can't go to bed when you want. You can't get up when you want. You eat when they tell you to eat. You work when they tell you to work. They control your hair. They control how you look. Your uniform needs to be a certain way. It really is an environment where Autonomy does not exist. Not only are you following a regimented way of life, but you also aren't there for yourself. It's all about the team. It's all about everyone around you. It's all about the unit and not the individual. We talked about how big of a change it would be to be in that kind of environment as opposed to where he is now, which is at home, working, has his friends, has his family, but can come and go as he pleases, decides his own schedule. This would be a huge change. 
And as we're having that discussion, I said, well, you know, you don't have to wait for that experience to get more discipline. You could try to implement some changes yourself now. You could set up some rules and try to develop some new good habits that will help you for that experience later. For example, getting up earlier, going to bed earlier, being more regimented about your daily schedule. I said it might be a good idea to maybe implement some of these limitations on yourself and see how well you do with that. See how good you are at keeping this going on your own. One thing that'll do is it'll get you ready for that environment so it's not so much of a shock on day one, when everything is totally different. When all control is out of your hands, when someone is telling you what to do and how to do it every moment of the day. The other thing it'll do, I said, is it'll let you know if that's the kind of environment you will thrive in. It will let you know how well you do living in a place that is so controlled. I told him that in the military, one thing that will happen is you'll be built or rebuilt, remade into the person they need to accomplish whatever your job is for them. It's not that they try to erase you completely or get rid of your personality, but there is a part of you that will be torn down and rebuilt to make you into the person who can accomplish the work they need you to do. As I'm having this conversation with him, I'm thinking about my faith. It's interesting I came across this scripture yesterday, because I think the picture is such a parallel. Paul is writing this letter to the Roman church, and he's saying, these are all of the things that I would expect to see out of a good Christian living according to God's will, God's ways. And what do we see in this list of things? We see discipline. We see instructions that go against the grain of our sinful nature. It tells us to hold fast to what is good, but we know that naturally we hold fast to what is not good. It tells us to love one another with brotherly affection, to be patient in tribulation. These are not natural things for us. Is it natural for us to associate with the lowly, to hold others as wiser or higher than we are? Is it natural for us not to want to repay evil with evil? This is all about discipline. It's all about changing us. It's all about transformation. It's all about God making us into the soldiers, into the army that he needs to accomplish his will, his purpose. The next chapter in Romans talks about submitting to authority. For how many of us is that just a natural thing? Forget about governmental authority and the people we need to deal with as adults, our bosses. Let's talk about when you're a kid. When you're a kid, do you want to listen to mom and dad? Do you want to listen to your teachers? Do you want anybody bossing you around? No, of course you don't. That's not natural for us. What's natural for us is the, the sinful fleshly desire to just do what we want. That's why we need the spirit to change us. Paul's instructions here aren't a list of things that are just really easy for us to do. This is not natural behavior for us. It takes a lot of discipline to change our habits. It takes a lot of regular purposeful exercise, making yourself behave this way. When my enemies come against me and want nothing more than to ruin me, it's not easy 
It's not natural for me to say, well, I guess I'll pray for their good. I'll pray for them to be transformed and saved and to have the freedom and the hope that we have. That's not natural. If we want to be God's soldiers, if we want to be part of God's army, then we need to go through this change. We need to go through this time of, we can call it a spiritual boot camp, where we're, we're changing, we're transforming. We're developing these new habits. We're being put through our paces so that we can become something new and different. Now it's the spirit that makes this possible, but that does not mean we do not play a role in the process. It's up to me and you to decide at every moment what we're going to do and not do. God makes it possible for us to bless our enemies, to have that heart of compassion for them. But it's up to us to decide to do that when faced with the option to bless them or curse them. It's up to us to turn to the Lord and ask for whatever it is that we need, whether it's compassion or patience or strength or courage, so that we can behave as Paul's letter instructs us to behave. This should not be easy. This will not be easy. But as we exercise these habits, as we change our behaviors regularly, all of a sudden what was once natural becomes unnatural and vice versa. Maybe the habit of anger you have can be changed to a habit of peace or a habit of forgiveness. The thing about this change, this boot camp period spiritually, is that it doesn't last six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks. It lasts as long as we're living these lives in this imperfect world. It doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how many years you've been walking with the Lord. There's always something to improve on, always something to change, and sometimes we fall back into bad habits, and then we need to find a way to fall back into the good ones. If you think that going over this list in Romans a couple times and trying to make some changes over the next few weeks is all that you need, well you're mistaken, you're wrong. You could review this passage every day for the rest of your life and find an area that still needs work, still needs change. And that's fine, because we won't be perfect here. But we have the blueprint, we have the tools. The same way the military won't fix you, won't fix your problems. It gives you tools, it gives you resources you can use to make some really good, valuable changes. Just having this knowledge that we get from the scriptures just having that knowledge isn't enough. We need to actually live it. We need to actually exercise it. We need to actually walk in what God has available for us. If he says, I have available for you freedom from the power of sin, that's great. Knowing that is great, but we need to behave as if we actually believe that. We need to have the faith to walk out what he tells us to walk out, believing that the Spirit will make it possible for us, no matter how difficult it appears right now. If you want to join God's army, I hate to tell you, you're not good enough. But guess what? Jesus can make you good enough. The Spirit can change everything in you that needs to be changed to walk out this life faithfully, to do what God would have us do for Him. A lot of this will seem unnatural, and it is in the beginning, till we make that change. But as we stop walking in the flesh and start walking in the Spirit, all of a sudden, the unnatural, will start to feel natural. It'll make sense. There's a reason why we bless our enemies. It'll make sense to us to be compassionate, to be humble, to hold others in higher esteem than we hold ourselves. 
I think a big problem is that we, we want to be these things. We want to live this way every day, but we don't realize the work that real transformation takes. Today is as good a day as any to decide to do this better, to decide that I'm going to be more disciplined. I'm going to make changes. I'm going to take advantage of what God has available for me. We can't be effective soldiers if we don't make these changes. We can't do the work God wants us to do in his army unless we are changed genuinely. I invite you to make that decision with me today and take those steps today to get away from the things which feel natural to us and focus on developing what God allows us and makes possible for us to develop. The unnatural things, the love, the compassion, the grace, the forgiveness, all of that. Everything that, at the end of the day, makes people look at us and see Jesus. Because that's what this is all about. This is all about turning us into him in this world now. Father God, we thank you for loving us first, for drawing us to you first, for making a way from before the foundations of the earth were laid. God, you had this plan in place to save us. When we fell in the garden, Lord, you didn't just call it a day. You said that you loved your creation too much to let that stay the way it was, and you made a way for us to be redeemed. Lord, we understand that you want to change us even right now. So Father, give us the wisdom and the discipline and the desire to want to be changed as you need, as you see fit to accomplish your purposes. Lord, make us soldiers who are ready for the battle and who are faithful to you. Father, we love you and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.